Alright, welcome to Creative Biz exclusive interview. It's the segment where you can know deeper about the artists. And today we're going to talk with someone who ready to hit the world with his music. And um, he's from Indonesia, I think. Please welcome Ed Dreamer, aka Healing Child. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm sub- just about surviving the pandemic. Oh, yeah. How are you? I'm good as well. And how's the pandemic over there? How's quarantine? Oh, it's okay. Yeah, we're in lockdown at the moment, and we're not sure. They, we don't know when it's going to. When they haven't said when it's going to end yet. So, um, yeah, just trying to just trying to keep keep your keep your head above the water. Just being stuck in the same place all day. Um, yeah, obviously can't do any shows or any tours or anything like that. But we'll get through it. We'll be okay. Ah, okay, as I, as I can see in in your face that you you're okay, doing well, and you ready to hit the world with the uh, new album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but first thing first, uh, maybe this question is one question that people curious about. People mm. want to know, especially in Indonesia, mm. why hilang child. Ah, uh, so um, I. Basically, when I when I first started writing and releasing music, um, I was so I was I had a lot of friends that were very talented musicians, and I was so nervous about people hearing my songs and hearing my singing voice that oh. I didn't want to use my real name when I put them online because I didn't want people to know it was me. So I kind of I decided, well, okay, I, I, I you know I wanted to take some kind of influence from my heritage and my culture, so I took. Um, I took yeah. I was like, I will have. To, I want to have one Indonesian word and one Brit, one English word. So I just chose hilang. You know, people in people in in the UK don't know what hilang means. It just to them, it's just like a, a mysterious word. And then child, <laughs> obviously, which they do know. So so it's it's like anak hilang, hilang child. And <laughs> um, yeah, but but to to people in the UK, it seems very mysterious. And then to people in Indonesia, it's like people they they kind of know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> But but to be honest, uh, in people in Indonesia are are very curious. Are you lost or something, or are you searching for something? Mm. Well, I think you know what. It probably partly partly choosing that word was because, like I said, when I first started. I mean, it's different now. But when I first started writing, I kind of wanted to hide myself from. Oh. From you know, I wanted to hide the fact that it was me from other so people. So that's why so you choose kind of, Hilang. Exactly, and then so obviously you know now it's. Um, now, obviously, everyone knows who I am, and people know yeah. my face, and my friends know it's my music. <laughs> but the name just—the name was just—it just stuck. I, li- I like the name, and and I decided to keep it. Okay, so you you decided to keep your name as Hilang Chal. Yeah, for I music see. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for the name Hilang Chal, which is like for it, for us in Indonesia, is very uh, very uh, what is called uh, catchy and something like. Uh, people will stuck with the name and when when the people hear your music they feel like oh this like the new kind of music as well uh what's the thing that influenced in your music actually uh well you know i i don't i mean in terms of like musical styles i i try not i actually try not to take influence from too many other things because I don't want to 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried to sound like any other kind of music. I always just try and sit down and write and whatever comes out, that'll be my sound. Um, I guess it's it's hard not to, you know, as someone who does write music, you, you very naturally, anything you listen to, I think you end up absorbing and, and probably does in some way come out. Um, so, you know, I, I guess at the time, at the time that I was that I was uh, writing, like the new album, I guess I mm -hmm. was listening to a lot of very kind of spacey dream pop sort of stuff, like like Hundred Waters and things like okay. that. Okay. Um, but then also, but then also was listening to stuff like you know Japanese composers like Ryuichi Sakamoto, um, uh, and then also like people like Kendrick Lamar. I was listening to. Oh, you know? okay. So I think, um, yeah, in terms of like the the. I can't. I can't remember. If, I can't remember if your question was about like this, like my new my sound or my influence. But I think it's probably just become like an amalgamation of lots of different things I've listened to wow. that probably just naturally come out come out in my music, which I don't mean to, but you know, yeah. I like that actually. To be honest, <laughs> I very like because yeah. uh, I hear your album every mover, the new yeah. album. It's like the uh, what is called like the dreamy or something like electro electrify for me and you why you choose the title of your new album every mover to be honest uh, so this so this the album is about kind of dealing with um dealing with like self-esteem issues and and worrying about what other people think and it's about like trying to move on from that and while i was writing it one thing that, that i really kind of noticed was that it's not just me that deals that that, that feel that goes through this stuff like it, so many people go through this exact same thing yes um, and um there's a uh, we, yeah there's there's like a there's a phrase um i i don't i don't know if i don't know if it, if you i don't know if it's known in in kind of outside of english speaking languages but there's uh, sorry english speaking countries but there's a phrase um about movers and shakers which is basically okay. movers and shakers is 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 it kind of means you know people who are doing things and and making things happen for themselves and i had a lyric about like every mover and shaker um and i and i basically just felt like actually every kind of every mover sort of represents the fact that that what i'm talking about on this album is something that everyone deals with it's not just me on my own it's something that everyone at some point no matter how successful probably deals with these feelings all right um uh, maybe are there any differences rather than your first album years any difference yeah, yeah I, the main difference for me was that uh, this album was much more collaborative so i had a lot of um the, the first album was mostly just me on my own writing and recording everything from from home or maybe in a studio sometimes but it was very much me on my own that first album and um, this time around i wanted to make sure that it was you know the reason i got into music in the first place was to play with other people and create with other people and 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 you know basically to do things in a as a group as an ensemble that's why i got into music and so for this album i wanted to make sure that it was it was much more collaborative and i was playing with other people um and so yeah so on this so in this on this new album there's a few songs that i co-wrote with other people with you know okay. with friends and people from other bands um and then there's like the, a few songs have got gang vocals which i i wrote specifically so that i could get 
loads of friends in to sing together and so we did we all we all went down into the studio like 10 or 12 of us and all stood around a microphone this is before the pandemic by the way so (laughs) so don't worry but we all went down and stood around a microphone and all sang together um and it was just a really really like lovely beautiful kind of communal experience um and that was the main thing for me that's been different for this album was that this time it feels like it's been a group effort rather than just me completely on my own Okay, uh, and one thing that interest interest for me is like you release uh, the song from your new album uh, every month, starting with "Good to Be Young" on July, and then "Seem to Be Boreal" on August, "Anthropic," "Cold Times" on October, "King Quail" in November, and finally "Pesawat Aeroplane" in January. Mm. And then you came, uh, you published your video, and To be honest, I like it. But to be honest, uh, is there any storyline for all the video? Because from my point of view, the music video has so many meanings on it. Mm. Who came with the idea? So yeah, well, I mean, good. So good to be young and seeing the burial was supposed to. They're kind of representing the emotions that are in that, that are sort of in in those songs. So, um, you know, so seeing the burial, for example, that's a song about about kind of feeling really feeling a lot of chaos inside and 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 trying to find the kind of peace within yourself and and trying to pull yourself out of that chaos. And so, so that you know that music video was very much trying to be i guess trying to be a visual representation of that song um whereas with something like anthropic for example that song was a bit more you know that that song is is it's supposed to be kind of uh, an optimistic kind of triumphant quite like a, a feel-good song a happy song um and rather than going too deep into the emotions of it i wanted to just film something happy <laughs> essentially oh. And so I just got I got just a couple I got my brother um, and a friend of mine to just we, we just went out to just have a have a day of fun have a day of skateboarding um, and ended up working that into a music video um, and then Pesawai Aeroplane so that song um, that song is about my dad moving from Indonesia to the UK and it's about his journey and you know I I, I kind of imagined the view from his aeroplane seat when he was when he was writing yeah when he was flying over sorry. Um, okay. And uh, and so I I basically wanted to a music video that represented that view that I kind of saw when I was writing that song in my head, you know. Um, so I got the, that footage of uh, of Indonesia of um, Komodo actually, and um, okay, and that's what that that's what that video represents, yeah. Okay, uh, because because I know that uh, you, correct me if I'm wrong because mm. you released the pesawat aeroplane in 2018 in Bahasa mm. Indonesia. Mm, and you re-release yeah. that song in your new album yeah uh just kind to represent your your love with your dad or your yeah. your that view from aeroplane is that uh the like you you change the lyrics and then anything else for this album for the south yeah. aeroplane yeah so i basically i um i so i i i first wrote that song actually just before i went on tour in indonesia um in 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 2018 i came and played some shows in jakarta and in bali um, oh, okay and uh and so i wrote the song i actually wrote that song when i was kind of just before going on tour because i was just thinking about the you know the the sort of the journey between my dad coming to the uk and then now 
however many years later, me going back to Indonesia to perform. Um, so it kind of came out, you know, I don't, I, I don't speak very, I, I speak a very small amount of Bahasa. I'm, I'm, tidak lancar. It's okay. Tidak lancar. Tidak apa-apa. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but, but so I, I kind of, I wanted to just try and write because, it, you know, because that song, Indonesia was so, was such a kind of part of my mindset around writing that song. I wanted to try writing it in, in Bahasa, Indonesia. Um, and so that's that's why it came out in 2018 in Bahasa. Obviously, because 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 I'm did at Lancha, because I, you know the, the the lyrics maybe didn't come out how I properly intended them on the on the Bahasa Indonesian version. Um, so so, so I kind so of we... wanted to rewrite okay. to English because I felt like I could better represent, um, yeah, what what I was trying to put across. Okay, so uh, with that, maybe maybe I can I can I can think that you prefer to wrote some uh, some song, some lyric in English rather than Bahasa, even though that you have like Indonesian blood on it. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, I would I actually I I still really want to write more in in Bahasa, but I think I, I it's. There's a level of confidence that I that I don't yet have that I think I need to build up before I can really confidently. Basically, the the the, the reason I realised it was so I wrote the I wrote the original Peso Aeroplane in Bahasa, and after one of my shows in Indonesia, <laughs> okay. a, guy came, a guy came up to me and he was like, he was like, I kind of understand the words, but they don't really make sense. So that's so right. After, <laughs> after that, I was like, okay, maybe I'll wait. I'll wait until I'm a bit more fluent. Um, oh, right. it's okay. It's okay. It's more. okay. We can get <laughs> used <will> to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, for for the Indonesian fans that maybe yeah. just knew that Hilang Child, aka At Rimar, is here, what's uh what is called what your uh, message to your fans or something like that you wanted to show us the Indonesian fans or any 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 fans in, in the world. Um, so what a message for my Indonesian fans. Um, I guess I'd like to tell you that as, just as soon as I can, I want to come over and tour again in Indonesia and just involve myself as much as possible. You know, like it's it's very important to me to stay connected to to Indonesia and that side of my heritage because I've got so much family there. So um, I will, I, as soon as the, the pandemic is over, I will be hopefully coming over and making sure I'm as involved as possible in Indonesia and and and, uh, and yeah and doing more work and I'm I'm you know gonna hopefully be collaborating with a couple of Indonesian artists um so that's which one that you know sorry sorry which yeah. one Indonesian artist that you want to collaborate actually uh well so there's there's uh, there's two that I'm actually currently working with I can't properly announce the project yet but um DJ okay. called Ninda Felina uh, from Jakarta okay. um and uh, a, a a band from Bandung called Prabumi um oh, okay. kind of like electronic bands so we're going to be doing some stuff together soon um right. yeah I, i would really love to as soon as you know as soon as the pandemic's over i would really love to get more involved in 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 uh yeah just in the scene in indonesia because like i said before it's very it's important to me to keep you know having indonesian heritage i want to stay connected to um to that side of me so yeah Fingers crossed, I'll be there. Yes, <laughs> we hope you come to Indonesia. Thank yeah. you so much. Uh, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Terima kasih. We hope. Terima kasih. Sama-sama. <laughs> Sama-sama. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
Hey, this is Hilang Child. Check out my interview on creativedisc.com, the number one music website in Indonesia. This is Creative Disc Podcast.